I want to welcome you to today's podcast. And in this podcast, I'll be bringing you teachings from the Word of God that will bless you and inspire your spirit. And I know for sure that your life will never be the same again when you're done listening. God bless you as you listen. This podcast is sponsored by Check It Shop. Check It Shop, the first Christian anointed clothing brand. Your one-stop shop for high quality and heavily anointed clothing and accessories that will look good on you and most importantly, terrorize the kingdom of darkness. Visit CheckItShop.com. Check It Inside. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory to God. Welcome to another podcast where I'll be bringing words and teachings that will inspire you and bless you. But before we go on, I'd like us to pray. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we worship you. We honor you. We adore you. We thank you because the entrance of your word brings light and it brings understanding to the simple. Our hearts and our minds are open to receive your engrafted word with faith and with meekness and we know that our lives will never be the same again. Thank you, Father. We give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Do you know, I'm so thankful for the gift that God has given to us, the body of Christ. Hallelujah. One of the most important gifts that God has made available to us in the body of Christ is the written word. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. One of the the greatest gifts, the most important gifts he has made available to us is his written word. He has made it available to us. Hallelujah. And I'm really, really grateful to God for it. Now, whatever we are going through, whatever it is you are going through, you could always go to the Word for solution. Hallelujah. There is solution in the Word of God for everything. Hallelujah. And actually, God gave us everything that we need. He put it in His Word. And that's why I said in Proverbs chapter 4, He says, My son, attend to my words and incline your ears to my sayings. Don't let them depart from your heart. Keep them in the midst of your, don't let them depart from your mouth, keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. The word of God is life to those that find them. In other words, in every area of your life that there is death, The Word of God brings life. Hallelujah. Is your health dying? God can bring life. He can revitalize your mortal body through His Word. Is your your family life experiencing death? God is able to bring life through His Word. In any area of your life, your finances, your career, whatever, He's able to bring life through his word. Hallelujah. And I remember the words of the Apostle Paul in Acts chapter 20, verse 38. 
It is and now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace. I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among those that are sanctified. Hallelujah. His word is able to build you up. Hallelujah. Every time you have an opportunity to listen to the word, take advantage of it because something happens. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. It's just like a newborn baby. You know, when that baby is born, the baby is so small. And you know, the baby cries. The only thing the baby does, two things basically, eat and sleep. And then maybe the other things are to poop and all that stuff. But that's basically what the baby does. Why does the baby eat? Because the baby needs to grow. The baby needs to grow. The baby was born small, but it cannot afford to remain small. A time will come when that child will grow up and need to be dependent. Hallelujah. And what you need to be dependent is growth. Hallelujah. Growth. So when that child is born, the child begins to eat. At that time, the child is dependent 100% on the parents. If a woman gives birth to a baby and neglects the baby, does nothing for the baby, after a while, the baby is going to die. The baby won't survive. Hallelujah. The baby won't survive. So that first, you know, the first, when the baby is just born, the baby concentrates on eating, taking milk, 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 so that it can grow. That's why the Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 2, it says, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. Because as a matter of fact, God wants you to get to that state where you are spiritually independent. Hallelujah. That's so important. When you are spiritually independent, it doesn't mean like you cut off from everybody. No. When you are spiritually independent, you are able to take your questions to the Lord. You are able to go by yourself to the Lord and get answers. Hallelujah. Because you've come to understand the principles of the kingdom. And that comes by growth through the knowledge of the word of God. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. At this point, I want us to look at 2 Peter. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 2. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 2. Hallelujah. This is so beautiful. Watch this. It says, Grace and peace be multiplied unto you. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Grace and peace. In other words, the more of God's word you know, the more grace you have. Wow. Not just grace, grace and peace. One quality that most people lack in this world is peace. And peace is something you can buy with money. If you don't have peace, you don't have peace. Glory to God. 
You can't say, okay, I'm going to pay you a million dollars so I can have peace. It doesn't work that way. Peace cannot be bought with money. Hallelujah. But God is telling you through his word, he says, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of our Savior, Jesus our Lord. And Jesus our Lord. So the more of God's word you know, the more grace you have. I'm going to give you a practical example of grace. There are some people, the grace they have, it enables them to reach just 10 people. That's the grace they have. Hallelujah. Just 10 people. No matter what they do, they will only be able to reach to 10 people. Hallelujah. Because that's the grace they have. So if they are going to reach to 20 people or 30 people, they need more grace. More grace. Hallelujah. When grace is added, comes into you, when you receive more grace, an ingredient will be added to your life. Suddenly, people that didn't like you will just begin to like you. They can't even tell why. They will say, I didn't used to like him before, but something has changed about him. There's something about him. There's something about her. They won't be able to tell themselves because it's an unseen elixir. It's something you can't see. Grace. You don't see it. You only see its function. Hallelujah. When grace is multiplied unto you, something will change on the inside that will attract things on the outside. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The Bible talks about Joseph. Joseph had grace. Hallelujah. He had grace. Why did his father get him a coat of many colors? Why did the father do that? A man that had 12 sons. Why did he favor one son? You can't blame the man. The young man had grace. It's grace. It's grace. Grace is that thing. It's inside of you. It pulls. It attracts good things when it's inside of you. When you have grace. And the beautiful part is that every child of God has grace. Every child of God has some form of grace. Hallelujah. I'm going to show you in the Bible. Oh, hallelujah. The book of Titus chapter 2 and verse 11. The book of Titus, Titus chapter 2, verse 11. Oh, hallelujah. And make sure you're looking to a Bible or just look up your screen. Hallelujah. It says, for the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men. The grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men. So that grace for salvation, that's the initial grace. So the moment you receive salvation, you receive that initial grace. You receive it. Hallelujah. So the moment you are born again already, you have grace. 
But you see, that grace that you have at salvation is not enough. There are few things that grace can attract, but you need more grace. You need more grace. Hallelujah. You need more grace. Glory to God. That's why he said in 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 2, he says, grace and peace be multiplied. Why is he trying to multiply the grace? Because he knows that what you have is not enough and you need more grace. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You need more grace. So if you go back to that 2 Peter scripture, 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse 2 now, it says, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Verse 3 says, according as his divine power hath given to us, unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him who hath called us to glory and virtue. Hallelujah. He has made all things available to you, but you can only get them through grace. That's why he said in verse 2, grace and peace be multiplied. It's the multiplication of grace that will enable you to experience these blessings. The multiplication of grace. Oh, hallelujah. The multiplication of grace. That's what will enable you to enjoy these blessings that God has made available to you. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. So the more of God's word you have, the more grace you have. Hallelujah. I want to show you something about the grace of God. Thank you, Jesus. The book of James chapter 4 and verse 6. The book of James chapter 4 and verse 6. Mm. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. It says, but he giveth more grace. He giveth more grace. He giveth more grace. I told you, you have grace, no doubt. No doubt, you have grace. The fact that you're born again, the fact that you've made Jesus the Lord and Savior of your, of your life, you have grace. That's the grace of salvation. That's the grace that takes you to heaven. Hallelujah. That's the grace. The grace of salvation. You have it. But you see, it's not enough. It's not enough. You need more grace. Hallelujah. You need more grace. That's why he said in 2 Peter 1, 2, he says, grace and peace be multiplied. Because you need it to be multiplied. What you have is not enough. You need more grace. 
And then now we're seeing from the book of James chapter 4 and verse 6. He says, but he giveth more grace. He giveth more grace. Hallelujah. Now reading on in that uh, verse 6. He says, wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. God resisted the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. Hallelujah. So if you look at the first line of this verse he's talking about, you can, it's, it can, we can safely say he gives more grace to the humble because the Bible says he giveth more grace. Hallelujah. So what is pride? You know, because most people don't even know what pride is. Most people don't know what pride is. There is a way you'd make declarations as a child of God. Somebody will say you are proud. Because people don't know what pride is. Hallelujah. One of the simplest definitions of pride, one of the simplest definitions of pride is disagreeing with God. Disagreeing with God. That's pride. Because you are saying you know better than God. Do you understand? God says this, you say no. Disagreeing with God. It's pride. Hallelujah. For example, God says you are blessed. You say, no, I'm not blessed. That's pride. God says you are righteous. You say, no, I'm a wretched sinner. That's pride. Do you know, as simple as that statement is, do you know it can take you to hell? It can take you to hell. Hallelujah. Pride is disagreeing with God. The Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. So if God says you're a new creature, but you keep reminding yourself, oh, I'm, 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 you just keep taking yourself back. You are disagreeing with God. Listen, I'm saying now, is this scriptural? I'll show you. The book of Job. Chapter 22. Job chapter 22, verse 29. Job chapter 20. I want you to look, 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 look in your Bible. Hallelujah. It says, when men are down then thou shalt say there is lifting up hallelujah when men are cast down you shall say there is lifting up and he shall save the humble person he shall save the humble person the one who agrees with God and says there is lifting up even though everything is going down. God calls that person humble. 
Hallelujah. God calls that person humble. Just like two men in the Bible, Joshua and Caleb. They were among the 12 spies that Moses sent into Canaan to see what the land looked like. And when they came back, the Bible says 10 of the spies gave an evil report. What was the evil report? In today's world, you will say those guys were being honest. They were being frank. Hallelujah. They said the land that we go to, we went to search, it's a good land. It flows with milk and honey as we were told. We saw grapes and fruits and it's very fruitful. And we brought some fruits back to show you. Of the truth, the place is very fruitful. But we are not able to take the place because there are giants. And these giants are so huge that we were like grasshoppers before them. Now, what they were saying was factual. The land was very fruitful, yes. We brought the evidence of it. But then they talked about the giants. Were there giants? That, yes. The Bible talked about the Anakims. These were giants. Very tall. How do you want to fight those people? They were there in those days. And the people said, well, we can't fight them. But Joshua and Caleb said, no. If the Lord delights in us, if the Lord delights in us, he will give us the land and the giants will be bread for us. Do you understand? When men say there is casting down, thou shalt say there is lifting up. You are agreeing with God against the odds. It doesn't matter what the situation and the circumstance looks like. It doesn't matter what they look like. You are agreeing with God. God says such a person is humble. And of course, the 10 guys who brought an evil report, they were killed. They died. But Joshua and Caleb received grace. And God said about them that they were the only people that were above 20 that would go into the promised land because they didn't doubt. They spoke by faith and not by sight. Hallelujah. So when you speak the same thing with God, irrespective of what you are going through, you will receive more grace. Hallelujah. It's another way of receiving more grace. Hallelujah. Two ways of receiving grace. Number one, the knowledge of the word, the more of God's word you know, the more grace you will experience in your life. And number two, humility. He says he giveth more grace. God resisted the proud, but he giveth grace to the humble. And we said what is one of the easiest definitions of pride is disagreeing with God 
If God says you are blessed and you say, no, you, I'm not blessed. No, you are not blessed. If you, if, you, if you say that, that's pride. Because you are saying that you, you, you know better than God. Hallelujah. God had already told the children of Israel that he was giving them that land. Of course, he knew that there were giants there. But he told them the land was theirs. So he expected them to trust him. To take them through that journey and give them the land. Hallelujah. And in the end, did they get the land? Yes, they did. Did God fulfill his word? Yes, he did. Hallelujah. So if God fulfilled his word to the children of Israel, and the Bible says he does not change, he is the Lord and he changeth not. If he did it for them back in Bible days, he surely will do it for you even today. Hallelujah. Glory to God. See, let me tell you something. If you're going to succeed in this life, you must learn to close your eyes. Learn to close these eyes. Learn to close the optical eyes and look with the eyes of your spirit. Learn to close these eyes because I'm telling you, looking with these eyes, all you see is the filth, the disappointment, discouragement of this world. But when you close these eyes and you look with the eyes of your spirit, you will be able to see the possibilities of God. Hallelujah. When Joshua and the children of Israel stood before Jericho, God said to him, say, see, I have given you Jericho. Hey, he said, see, I have given you. See, I've given you. Can you see? Can you see? He said, see, I have given you. See. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He said, I have given to you. But you got to see it. And if you look with the optical eyes, if Joshua had looked with his optical eyes, all he would have seen was a wall so thick and so high. A city unconquerable. That's all he could have seen with the eyes of the flesh, with his optical eyes. That's all he would have seen. But closing his eyes and looking with the eyes of the spirit, Looking with the eyes of a prophet, you see the possibilities of God. You see what God can do. He said, I am the Lord. Is there anything too hard for me? Glory to God. Is anything too hard for me? The same God who made a way in the Red Sea for the children of Israel to walk through on dry ground. What can he not do? Hallelujah. So when you think about these things and you believe him because he said so and you begin to speak like that, the world might think you are proud. For example, you declare, I am blessed. The blessings of Abraham are mine. Hallelujah. In Genesis chapter 13 and verse 2, the Bible says Abraham was very rich in cattle and in gold and in silver. So you remove his name and you put your name there. And Isaac was very rich in cattle, in gold, and in silver. 
Imagine you putting such a status update on Facebook and says, I'm very rich in gold and in silver. And maybe you remove the cattle to personalize it. And in cars, so you might want to put something else there. There are people who read that status update and they'll be offended. Who does she think she is? Who does he think he is? Why must he say that? He's proud. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But guess what? If God has not called you proud, it doesn't matter what people think about you. It doesn't matter what people say about you. You are who God says you are. Hallelujah. And every day I tell people, answer the name that God has called you. Don't change your name. Hallelujah. Don't change your name because of the game. Do you understand? When the game becomes unfavorable, you change your name. No. Don't change your name because of the game. Maintain your confession. When you do that, he will give you more grace, more grace, more grace, grace to overcome. Hallelujah. When you overcome, you come over. Do you understand? You are getting to a new level. When you overcome, you come over. You overcome. New level, new level. Glory to God. So what is it you are going to? Where have you found yourself? You can receive grace to overcome. Hallelujah. You can receive grace to overcome. Irrespective of where you are. Irrespective of what it is that is going on in your life. Hallelujah. Two ways. Number one, through the knowledge of God's word. The more you have that voracious appetite receiving God's word, whether you are listening to it, even just like you're listening to me now, as you're listening to me, guess what? Grace is being added to you. Grace, grace is being added to you just by listening. Or you're reading your Bible, for example, grace is being added to you. Grace is being added while you are consuming the word of God. Grace is being added to you. More grace. He said grace and peace. Be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Grace and peace. So the more of God's word you, you consume, the more grace is multiplied in your life. That's one. And then number two, when you speak God's word, when you make your confession, you maintain your confession in the face of opposition, he gives you more grace. Hallelujah. He gives you more grace. The Bible says he giveth more grace. When men are cast down, thou shalt say there is lifting up. And he shall save the humble person. And God shall raise him up. God shall raise him up. God will give him grace that will lift him up. Lift him up to a new and higher level. More grace. Hallelujah. I know sometimes you could be facing difficult times. Trust me, I know. Hallelujah. But even while you are going through that, you don't change your confession. God said it. I believe it. And that settles it. 
God said it. I believe it. And that settles it. Hallelujah. I tell people many times. Say, listen, it's, it's when you say, when you, 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 you believe, you say it. I believe. As you keep saying it, everything in you will accept that reality. So sometimes when maybe God tells me something or I find something in the word of God that sounds too good to be true, what I do, I say to myself, I believe it with my life. That's what I say. I believe it with my life. I believe it. God says I'm rich. I believe it with my life. That's how I talk. Oh, yes, I do. I do. I believe it with my life. I believe it with everything in me. I believe. I believe. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. So from today, enjoy the grace of God. When you were saved, you had grace. The grace for salvation. But you see, that grace is not enough. You need more grace. Two ways in which you can get more grace. Number one, through the knowledge of God's word. As you keep receiving the word of God, as you keep consuming the word of God, either you are listening to it or you are reading it, grace multiplies. And then number two, humility through the word. You say the same thing with God. You agree with God. You make confessions based on what God has said about you. Irrespective of what the situation is, you agree with God. God says you are blessed. You acknowledge that you are blessed. God says you are favored. You acknowledge that you are favored. God says you are righteous. You acknowledge that you are righteous. God says you are holy. You acknowledge that you are holy. That is it. And when you do that, glory to Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. When you do that, you will see grace multiply. And like I told you earlier, grace attracts good things to you. It attracts good things to you. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. I pray that God will increase his grace upon your life. Even as you heard this word. And as you continue to maintain your confession. As you continue to declare God's word. Grace will increase in your life. And it will attract the good things of this life. The Bible says when a man's way pleases God. He will make even his enemies to be at peace with him. May God make that happen in your life. In the name of Jesus. May you experience the grace for a new level in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm sure you've been blessed by that word. Glory to Jesus. I'm excited because I know that not only will you hear a word like this, you will apply it in your life and you're going to come back with a testimony. God bless you and I'm going to be with you again. Until I come to you again, keep living in the atmosphere of God's word, God's worship, and God's miracles. God bless you. Bye-bye. 
join the man of God, Pastor Isaac Samuel II, for further deeper analysis of the Word of God and mind-blowing miracles during the Check It Church weekly services. On Sunday, we've got the Super Sunday service starting at 10 a.m. CST. Wednesday is a midweek Bible study at 6 p.m. CST. Then Friday is a prayer meeting also starting at 6 p.m. CST. We hope to see you there.